This is Monday Morning Meditations number 162 on the Rising Man podcast with Jetty Azuma. Openness to learning and confidence in what you already know is a fine balance for any man. What up, what up, what up? How you doing out there, everybody? Much love to you. Jetty Azuma here, sending love, blessings, and prayers to you and your family. Glad that you came and decided to join us here this morning on the Rising Man podcast. Before we jump into today's episode, I've been talking about this more and more lately because I don't think you guys know about it. We've got this amazing new 12-week online program called Ignite. It is the perfect launch sequence for you as a man to identify who are you, what do you care about, what do you value, and how do you want to create that in the world. So many of us don't even know where to start. And what we did was we took the best of what we learned over the past 10 years and put it into a 12-week course. I mean, I had to scour the earth thousands of miles to find the distinctions that we put here together inside of 12 weeks. It's a lot packed into 12 weeks, but it's also orchestrated in a way that it moves from one week to the next. We talk about ancestry, we talk about confidence and values and how to develop a strategy to execute the vision you have for your life and vision work. It's it's so comprehensive, but it's amazing, especially when you get to do it in community with other men. So Go to risingman.org slash ignite. If you haven't done it yet, if you haven't gotten signed up, this is the place to get started. Go check it out today. All right, today on Monday Morning Meditations, we're continuing with part two of two of our how to talk about men's work. Today's topic is how to talk with women about men's work. All right, welcome back for part two of how to speak about men's work. Today, we're going to talk about how we talk to women about men's work and more specifically, how to share your experiences of what you're learning, what you're going through when we're in confidential spaces, safe spaces that we create with other men and our girlfriends, our partners, our wives, our moms want to know about it. So I wanted to talk about this for a couple of reasons. Number one, because I want to speak to the ladies out there. I know that <laughs> I'm speaking on behalf of my wife and a lot of other women I've spoken to who get annoyed by the secrecy of men's circles in the men's community. And I want to express why that's important and why we do that in the first place. Number two, I want to also give you guys some different approaches and some game around how you can talk about this without compromising the agreements we have around confidentiality and what allows us to keep those spaces safe. So first of all, a little disclaimer, the reason that we have to keep confidentiality in spaces where anybody really, but in this case, men are doing our deep work is so that we can trust that anything that's shared in that space is never going to leave it. Why is this important? Well, if I have something that I'm ashamed of, something that I've never ever told anybody, usually I haven't told anybody and I don't speak about it because I'm afraid of what people will think once they know this about me, what people will say, who will find out, how is this going to change my life? And most of us aren't ready to wield that out in the world. It takes little baby steps of opening that up and then seeing that, oh, if I share this in a space where there's confidence and there's trust, then I'm still alive. And then little by little, I can feel more confident about sharing those parts of my past. 
We all have that. We all have things that we were not comfortable sharing at one point, and then we get more comfortable sharing it, right? So if all of a sudden I open myself up and I share something and then so-and-so tells their girlfriend, oh, you'll never believe what Jetty said when we were at the men's retreat this weekend. And then his partner happens to know a friend of my partner's and it gets all the way back. And it was something that I shared vulnerably about what happened or what occurred with me and my, my wife, then I am never going to share anything vulnerable ever again, right? It causes an immediate shutdown response more devastating than holding on to it in the first place, right? Because now I believe, you know what? There we go. There's the evidence I needed. The world is not safe again. So when men go to men's retreats and we go out there in the world and we experience these things and we come back and we're not willing to speak about exactly what happened, this is a huge reason why. And it's really important, not just for our partners and our girlfriends, but everybody in our lives to understand that in order to create the space where this big work happens, we have to maintain that element of confidentiality. And I know that this is particularly challenging with girlfriends and wives and, and partners because the nature is to want to know what happened. What inspired this big change in you? I want to know more details. I want to know more information. Tell me the story. And a lot of times we're not going to be able to because it simply preserves the, our ability to keep doing that deep work. So I wanted to say that right off the bat. It's not because we don't trust you. It's not because we don't think that you can handle it. It's, it's simply because we have to preserve the sanctity of that container. Now, in some cases, I may feel like I can share something that is simply my own with my partner, with my girlfriend, with my wife, anybody, right? But that's up to me. I'll never share somebody else's story. I will never mention somebody else's name and tie it to something that they went through with anybody, let alone my wife, outside of a confidential circle. And I would ask and expect that any of the men who at the very minimum attend any of our Rising Man events would do the same. So ladies, it's not that we don't want to share things with you. It's that we are committed to preserving the sanctity and the safety of this container so we can keep doing our work. Now, what about the things we can talk about? Okay, so for you guys out there, I know sometimes it's really easy to want to just bleh, unload everything with your partner when you get home. But remember that some of this stuff continues to need to be processed. And I know for me, if I shared every vulnerable new thing that was exposed at the retreats and the workshops that I go to with my wife the moment I came home, then sometimes it might come out in a very un undefined and unstructured and sloppy kind of way that might might not be the way I'd, I'd really want to express it, right? It's like, it's like you're learning a new language for the first time and you come home and you try to speak that language, but you fumble on some of the words and you, you use incorrect words when you really meant to say something else. Sometimes that's what happens when we're learning how to access these parts of ourselves. So especially in a partnership, and I'm speaking specifically about men who are in relationship with women, you go home and you try to talk about this stuff. If you're not clear on what it is that you're sharing. And you can share it from a space where you're reflecting on it, but you still have that aura of safety and confidence and I'm okay, then there is a risk that you might trigger or spark your partner to feel unsafe. Well, what do you mean you don't feel grounded in our, what, what do you mean you're questioning our relationship? No, honey, listen, it's not that I don't want to be in relationship with you. It's that there were things I never looked at before. But if that's not expressed in a way that your partner can hear and that she can feel the confidence and the safety coming off of you, then it might do the opposite. Instead of making her feel more safe and connected, it might make her feel unsafe and make her want to disconnect. 
right? So just recognizing that whenever you go, at least this is how it is for me. Maybe it occurs to some of you guys differently, but if there's something that I'm still processing or unsettled about in in my life that comes up for me when I'm in this work that I'm doing, when I'm going to a men's circle or attending a retreat, then I'll simply say to my wife, hey, a lot of stuff came up for me this weekend. I'm still working through it. I look forward to sharing it with you once it's all settled down, once the dust is settled inside. But I'm okay. I feel great. I'm so happy to see you. I missed you while I was gone. And I can't wait to share this with you when I'm ready. All right? So there are ways for us to communicate that we're going through something and we're just not ready to talk about it. Don't feel compelled to share everything just because you come home and, and your wife or your girlfriend wants to know all about it, right? It's your prerogative to say, hey, listen, I'm just not ready to share it. It was a lot. Oh, I'd, I'd really like to just sit down and hear about your weekend right now. Did you miss me while I was gone? Right? And it's not deflecting. It's not dodging. You're being clear. I'm not ready to talk about it right now. It was a lot. It was so much. I'm exhausted. We stayed up way later than I'm used to staying up. We were doing all kinds of things I'm not used to. I'd really just like to sit with you and be here with you right now. And then once everything settles, I can't wait to share it with you. Right? Another thing to express is there's some things that I will never be able to tell you because of the value I have on my commitment to confidentiality. I took a vow that I would protect the safety of that container by committing to not sharing anything that came out of that space. So instead of sharing with you what was said, what was spoken, you're just going to have to trust that it's going to come through in my actions and you'll get to experience that in the way that I show up, right? There's ways that we can communicate this and, and maybe it happens to me all the time. My wife still gets frustrated. She's like, ah, I just want to know what happened. I just want to know what you did. You, you seem so lit up and amazing. I, I wish I was a fly on the wall. Of course you do. It was. It was really amazing. It was, it was transformative. And I'm sorry. I would love to share it with you, but I, I just can't. I won't because I care that much about my commitment to this work. I really value the safety of this container. And I'm sorry if that's hard for you, but you're just going to have to trust me. You're going to have to see how it unfolds in the way that I show up in my life now with you, for you. So... It can be a very tricky situation. And the reason I'm sharing this is because I know a lot of guys out there don't know where the line of that boundary is. And because I care so much about the safety of these confidential containers, I felt compelled to make this episode and share it so that the men know what are the consequences of not honoring confidentiality and really upholding the safety of a container. And so the ladies out there know that we're not doing a whole bunch of secret stuff that we don't want you to know about. It's just that we care about creating a safe space. It's not that we don't trust you. It's that we're committed to something that binds us. Our word binds us to protect the safety of those containers. So I hope this was helpful. If you're a man out there or a woman out there and you know somebody who needs to hear it, please share it up and make sure you stay tuned for another episode of our Monday morning meditations next week and each and every Monday. Much love to you and all of yours. Wishing you all the blessings in the world. See you next time. All right, everybody, for everything Rising Man related, make sure you go to risingman.org today. Check out our 12-week online Ignite program. I'm telling you guys, I'm so excited about it. I'm excited for more and more men to go through this because I know that the clarity you will get from this simple 12-week course is going to jumpstart you for wherever you want to go in your life. Guaranteed. I really believe it. I believe it to be true because it's the process that I went through, literally, in 12 weeks. It took me five years, and we put it together, and you got 12 weeks of all the information that I gathered over my life. Time. So there you go. Go check it out. Subscribe to the podcast. Check out our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash the rising man movement. And we'll see you on the next one. Until next time, rise up and claim your destiny.
Rise Up.